In 2019, acts of self-harm and violence in prisons across England and Wales hit an all-time high. There were nearly 60,000 acts of self-harm, representing an increase of 24% on the previous 12 months. Assaults also reached a record high of over 34,000 incidents, an increase of 11%. And assaults on staff continued to rise, hitting a record high of 10,311 incidents, an increase of 15% on the previous year. There is something going very, very wrong in the prison system. The government has pledged additional funding to build 10,000 new prison places, bringing tougher sentences and increased security. However, the government's own guidance on reducing violence in prisons says that increasing punishment does not decrease violence. So it's unclear how these measures will do anything to reverse this worrying trend. But what if I told you that there is already a scientifically proven way of reducing violence in prison by 30%? At current rates, that could mean 20,000 fewer acts of self-harm, 11,000 fewer assaults, 3,000 fewer assaults on staff, and perhaps 100 fewer deaths in prison. And what if I told you that the evidence for this cheap, low-risk intervention has been available for nearly 20 years. Wouldn't you want to know why this treatment wasn't being used? Why it isn't even listed in the guidance on reducing prison violence? And why we aren't using all the tools available to us to make prisons safer for staff and other prisoners, and ultimately to contribute to a safer society? This special series for the Stronger Minds podcast goes in search of the answers to those questions. I speak to the original researchers as well as global experts in the field to find out why such groundbreaking, potentially life-saving science has been allowed to gather dust and examine the implications for our society of continuing to do nothing. This is Crime and Nourishment.